Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode. My name is Greenlee Clark and you are listening to Life with Green. Alright guys, I hope you're doing super awesome right now. For me, it is summer break and if you don't know, I love summer. I love summer break in general. I would be enjoying it more right now if the Washington weather would cooperate with the idea of summer, but it's okay. It's only in the middle of June, and in less than three months, I'm leaving for Arizona. So, I will eventually see the sun, but that's my complaint right now, is the weather in Washington is ridiculous. Other than me complaining about the weather... I graduated a week ago, and this is my first episode as a graduated student. What? (laughs) I know, big chapter that I just closed, right? So, with all of that being said, closing a chapter in my life that has had so many memories in it, there's a lot to talk about. And I will say that when it came to Life with Green... There were topics that I wanted to bring up and certain things I wanted to talk about. And being a student in high school still and just trying to enjoy the last little bit of my childhood I had, I decided not to talk about certain things just because I wanted to enjoy all the moments that I was in. Friendship has been a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. It's been a topic that is long overdue, I think. I believe that there's a lot of different fields on friendship, and what I mean by that is almost like a university. There's so many different fields that you can study, so many different careers. Friendship is such a big topic. It's such a big category, and there's so many different aspects and situations that you can look on when it comes to the word friendship. I want to try and cover it all in this episode. I am totally down for a second episode, so if you enjoyed today's episode, let me know. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening through that, or leave a review on my Instagram page, LWG Podcasts. I love your input. I love the feedback. I appreciate everyone that responded on my Instagram stories and answered all of the friendship questions I asked. I do want to share all those responses today, and like always, they are all anonymous, It's a big topic. I think friendship is something that a lot of people have an opinion on. It's something that we can all relate to in a way. We all want to be treated nicely. We all want to be treated kindly. And (laughs) we don't always receive that. We don't always get that. And my experience with friendship could be totally different to someone else in a good way or a bad way. It's a topic that I'm super excited to talk about today. If you can't tell, I'm blabbing like always. I'll just get to the point. (laughs) I normally do the Instagram responses at the end of the episode or use the Instagram responses as a way to kind of carry my words through the episode. Today, I decided that I wanted to do it a little bit differently. I decided that I would read off what I asked on Instagram and read off people's responses And then I would give the best advice I think I can when it comes to friendship. I would like to do a part two on friendship. Like I said earlier, if this one goes well, we will see. 
I do want to answer the things that people said and give an individual answer to all, but I think it would make the episode extremely long. We'll see how it goes. Normally when I talk with myself, it doesn't take that long, but like I said, friendship is a topic that I'm excited for. I think when it comes to friendship, it's a big deal. I've been dealing with it my whole life. There's goods and bads. Each one I've learned from. Each piece of information that I've gathered from friendship, I've learned from it all. And I'd like to share that with everyone today. So before I share all the advice I can, here are the questions I asked on Instagram. I asked, what do you look for in a friend? How have you maintained healthy friendships? Is there a time you struggled in this category? And how do you make sure you're a good friend to others? Here are some of the responses that I really liked and thought were good to mention in the episode. The first one is, the main thing I look for is people who are actually happy for me, not jealous of me, and don't try to tear me down when I am doing good to make themselves look better. Preach. (laughs) Oh, we're going to get into that one. Okay. Here's the next one. They don't care about what I have, only about who I am. I try to be there for them when things get hard. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay. (laughs) Next one. I think the most important thing is being there for each other 100% and holding each other accountable. That's very healthy in a friendship. Accountability. It's perfect. I look for someone who understands boundaries and is okay with the fact that I'm busy. Okay, perfect. (laughs) And my last one that I wanted to share was, I make sure I'm a good friend by making sure they feel validated and heard. These were just some of the answers I got. They were the ones that I liked. And I, I guess I shouldn't say liked. I loved all of them. But I thought they applied to what I wanted to talk about today. And I think they're all great. My whole life, from kindergarten to grade 12, I was in public school. And a lot happens in public school. I'm sure a lot happens in private school, too. A lot happens everywhere in the world, really, no matter what age you are. And I like to think that from kindergarten to 12th grade, I know a lot about friendship. I've dealt with a lot. I've been through a lot. This is going to be a fun episode. I'm excited. (laughs) When it comes to friendship, loving your friends is one of the best things in the world. You have family, blood-related, related by marriage, but friends you choose as you're on this path of life, and you end up growing an emotion so strong that you love this person, even though there's no connection there whatsoever other than personality. And I think what a lot of people forget when they are friends with someone for a long time or they're just starting to become friends with someone is self-love and love in general. I think it's hard to give time to someone, whether it's a friendship, relationship, coworker, whatever. I think it's hard to give a person, another person, that love that they need. You know what I mean? And especially when you're not being yourself. You cannot be 
a good friend if you don't even love yourself. Friends need support. You know, they you need to be there for each other. And maybe that's not what everyone looks for in a relationship, but I do think even in the moments where we feel like there's no one there or that we don't need someone, you can look back on it and realize that there was at least one person there for you. I've talked about this before. There were times where I felt so alone and I'm sure you could go back and do whatever episode I was talking about this, but my friends were there. They were there for me at times when I didn't even realize it and looking back on it, I'm glad that when I wasn't strong enough to keep them around that they didn't let me push them away. I think this person that said they don't care about what I have, only about who I am, that really connects to self-love and being who you are. The best version you can be when it comes to being you is yourself. You don't want to be friends with someone who makes you feel bad about what you look like or what you're wearing or what you believe in, etc. You want to be with someone who embraces who you are, who loves you for who you are. And if you are friends with someone who doesn't do that, then do you love yourself? You have to ask yourself this. Am I being treated for what I'm worth? Do I love myself for who I am? Is my friend loving me for who I am? And if they're not, are they even a friend? It seems like gibberish, I know. It's probably cringy, but it's true. All my friends that I have now love me for who I am, and that's how it should be. Your friends shouldn't have to make you feel bad about who you are. I don't know any clear way to get that to come across. It's just the truth. Now, I get trying to be yourself is maybe difficult. When I moved to my school that I just graduated from in fourth grade, being myself seemed scary. And maybe it was because I was embarrassed that I wouldn't make friends for who I was or I would be picked on for what I liked. And I hate that. I hate that that's how it is nowadays. When you are who you are and it doesn't meet society's standards, you get picked on. It's absolutely ridiculous because why would you want everyone to be the same? You know? I think the people that are the most unique are the best. And don't get me wrong. I'm all for keeping up with the trends. You know, not everyone has to do everything differently. I've grown up and I have stuck with trends, but there's also been trends that I haven't liked and that's fine. That's who I am. If I want to do something, I'm going to do it. If I don't want to do it, I don't have to. And that's no one's business except my own. When it comes to being who you are and finding a friend and figuring out who you are and who you want to be while building a friendship with someone, it takes communication. You're not going to know how someone is and what they like and who they are if you don't talk to them. I think a big issue in society, ugh, ugh, if I could talk, in society today is social media and technology. Don't get me wrong, 
I love social media. I love my phone. (laughs) And I hate saying it, but it's true. I am a person that is fine posting my life on social media in the most positive and best way I can because I love sharing my life with other people. Not everyone is like this. I totally understand that. Some people can be the way I am, but do it in a negative way. And that happens sometimes. We're so lost in the phone world that we forget we're actual human beings. We can have a conversation face-to-face. A lot of people, when they communicate nowadays, can't do it unless it's through their phone, through a text message. Let me just say, a friendship, my friendships, personally, the strongest ones I have are, I believe, Because I've had face-to-face conversations with my friends. Now, whether it was a face-to-face conversation about our interests or a face-to-face conversation about some conflict that we were having, my friendships are built off of communication. Communicating is the key to society. It's the way that we all go about our days and figure out and learn things because we're constantly talking to each other. And yes, A majority of that can be on social media, on a phone, through a computer, whatever. My best conversations have been face-to-face, though. And if you think about it, when you were a kid and you were making friends, you weren't doing it all through a phone, an iPod, a laptop, whatever. You were going to school and you were being yourself. You were being a kid and that's how you made friends. You liked the same color as someone else? That was a conversation starter. And what do you know? You and this kid bonded over the color blue and you've been best friends since. That's a stupid example, probably. I don't know if that's real. If that's actually happened to someone, then good for you. (laughs) That hasn't happened for me. But I've had things like that. You can't find your friends unless you communicate. And it's hard. I know. I am an outgoing person. I talk a lot. And I say everyone's my best friend. That is my friend. I have like 20 best friends because I've met so many different people and I've come across so many people. And if you meet the standards that I have for a friend, if you meet all of them, then you're my best friend. You're the one of the best friends that I could ever have. My next piece of advice kind of ties in with communication and I will explain that here in a bit, but it's not relying on anyone. A friendship is between you and your friend. And when you let other people's words butt in or you let someone try to take control over that friendship? Is it really that good of a friendship? Is that is it really that good of a bond? I love my mom to death. She is an amazing woman and she has always been there for me. She's always been there to listen to me when I'm happy, sad, upset, anything. Back in sixth grade, this was one of the first times I remember having conflict with a friend at least looking back on it all. And here's the story. (laughs) Pretty much, my friend, like this, this boy, 
and they liked this boy for a while. And in one of the classes, I was near the boy, and I talked to the boy, and it was nothing special. It was sixth grade. I had no interest in him, whatever. Someone told my friend that me and the boy were flirting, and we were going to date, and my friend had no chance, and this hurt my friend a lot. You know, sixth graders go through emotions that no one can understand until you've been in that spot, and even adults, I think, forget what life as a sixth grader was like. It's rough. It's hard. Emotions hit, (laughs) and my friend was hurt. My friend thought that I was stealing at the time, what they thought was the boy of their dreams. So then my friend went throughout the day ignoring me, and I knew they were upset, but I didn't say anything. I kept quiet at school. I waited until I got in the car with my mom, and then I cried. I cried because I was so frustrated with what was going on, because I didn't know what was going on. And it's because I didn't ask my friend. I didn't communicate. I just let these emotions build up and this curiosity get the best of me and I was sad. My mom sat there and listened. I told her my point of view, everything that happened, and she told me there's no way to know what was wrong unless you talk to your friend. This, I think, is a big deal. And here, I'll finish my story. So, my friend talked to their mom, and our moms talked, and we're like, obviously these two need to figure it out. They're both upset. They both don't want to be in this conflicting argument, whatever it was. Let's have them talk it out. I want to say we were heading into the weekend, or maybe we weren't. I don't really remember. It was six years ago, but my mom told me. I am not here to fix your friendship with this person. This friendship is between you and them. And if you want it to work out, you have to make the best of it and talk to them. So, I did the worst fear probably most sixth graders had at the time. I called my friend. And although face-to-face would have been way better... I think if you aren't going to have a face-to-face conversation with someone, the best, second best option would be to call them or FaceTime them. The thing with trying to communicate over text is you can't read tone, you can't see facial expressions, hear, see anything. It's really just based off of your mind and how you take it. So I called my friend. It was awkward, like most phone calls are especially between two sixth graders. And after five minutes, the problem was solved. We talked about it, gave each other's point of views, and then for like two hours, we just talked about random stuff. I look back on this, and I realize I couldn't rely on my mom to figure out my problems. I had to do it by myself. And throughout the years, whenever I've had more problems with friends, I've realized I can't rely on my mom for those either. I can't rely on another friend to mend it out. I can't rely on a teacher or any other adult. It's between me and that person. I also learned, like I said earlier, communication is key. 
if something is bothering you with your friend, talk to them. If they're a good friend, they'll sit there and listen and they'll want to figure it out. And whether they know there's a problem or there isn't, communicating with them is so good. And one of the worst things I do know that can happen is when you communicate, sometimes a friend can blow up on you. They will not listen to your point of view. They will not understand your side and they will turn it into a way bigger argument than it needs to be. And it's frustrating. Those are the experiences I think that stop people from communicating. But here's my advice. Don't stop. Rely on yourself to keep your friendship strong. Communicate. That's the that's all I can say is just communicate. You're a person. You feel things. You should not have to apologize for the way you feel. And if you have a friend and they're a good friend, they will listen to you and you will listen to them and you will communicate about your emotions, your feelings, your thoughts. And if it's a good friendship, if it's worth saving, it'll all mellow out. I know as a listener, you could probably be listening to this and be thinking, why are you saying these things? Why do you think you know everything? You haven't really given us much detail on what you've been through. And you're right, I haven't. I could talk about so many different things with friends and different friendships. Friends that I still have and friends that I've lost. I am going to talk about a little bit of my personal life and a little bit about some personal things because it probably wouldn't mean much if I didn't. I loved that one of the responses I got was holding each other accountable because like I said earlier, we all have feelings. You should be able to talk to your friends. They should be able to sit there and listen. And if you have a problem, you should be able to talk to your friend about it accountability is it's hard it's hard telling your friend when you're upset with them and I've had to do it multiple times it sucks I have held my friends accountable in face to face I've held them accountable on the phone And unfortunately, I've held them accountable over a text message. And like I said earlier, that is the worst thing you can do. Don't ever do that. Ever. I experienced losing a friend because, well, people grow. People mature differently. Sometimes you outgrow people, sometimes they outgrow you, and there's really not much you can do except say goodbye to that. There was a time where I was hurt, and I decided to message this friend over text message. And what I thought was going to be good and happen in my head did not happen. In fact, it blew up even more. Things were said, feelings were hurt, and I stopped being friends with this person. 
it was hard and confusing. I was sad. And I think no matter what happens in a friendship, when you lose someone, especially as a friend, it's okay to be sad about it. Whether they treated you good or poorly, I lost a friend and I was lucky enough to have other friends around me that understood that I was upset about it. I, (laughs) the best way I can say it is I grieved. I mean, it's not like they died. (laughs) It's not like they went away, but you say goodbye to all those good memories and all those memories that were bad are just, they're overlooked by the good, you know? Friend breakups really, really, really suck. And I, it's hard because I don't know everyone's friend breakup situations. I don't know how to answer it all because I still am figuring it out. But like I said earlier, loving yourself, knowing who you are, knowing what you're worth, knowing who you want to be as a person, and communicating, that's all you really can do. I knew I deserved better. I communicated and held them accountable. And in return, I did not receive the treatment that a friend should receive. You have to know your worth when it comes to friendship. You have to know what's good for you and what you deserve. And saying goodbye is probably the best thing to do if you have a friend that cannot give you the treatment that you need. I think what's not talked about enough is the aftermath of losing a friend. People always say, like I've just said, know your worth. If they're not the friend that they need or that you need, then dump them, right? But no one ever talks about what happens after that. What do you do? How do you act? Just because you stop being friends with someone does not mean you have to go out of your way to be mean to them or to give them the cold shoulder, really anything related to that. Always be kind. Always be nice. I've had multiple friends that I've stopped being friends with and I can see them out in public and I can still wave and say hello, but the people that make that difficult are the ones that are rude. Just because you stop being friends with someone does not mean you need to go around and talk poorly of them. If you hear someone talking poorly about them, it doesn't mean you chime into it because you're hurt or still upset or whatever. People, like, I, like I've like i said a thousand times, people have emotions, people have feelings, and you wouldn't want people to talk bad about you. So don't do it to others. It's just, it's not a nice thing. And 
to the people that have lost friends and have experienced ex-best friends talking bad about them, treating them poorly, going out of the way to be rude to them. It's a good thing you're not friends with them anymore. Because obviously, they never had enough respect or decency or kindness towards you. And with that, I rest my case. I would like to give a special thank you to everyone who participated on my Instagram stories. If you haven't already, make sure to follow my Instagram page at LWG Podcast. I post Q&As, updates on Life with Green, and so much more. Stay in touch on there if you can. I hope today's episode was good enough for her. everyone struggling with friendship or just wanted to listen in on it or give advice to someone else. It's truly a really big topic and I don't know if I did it justice today, but I would love to talk about it more if you are all interested. Once again, thank you for always supporting me. I love you all and I will talk to you soon. Bye guys.